Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits. Is it the H&B Daily? I suppose it is, isn't it? Yeah. You, I just mess with the thing. Um, so today, uh, we we reflecting on a lot of football, understandably. Scotland had a good result last night. Very so good. A man who was in situ at Hamden, Mark Nelson, comedian and Scotland fan, joined us. He was on good form. Um, we also spoke to Tancredi Palmieri, didn't we? Italian, the most Italian expert. man I've ever... Yeah. I don't think I've ever met Tancredi, but right. I've really got a picture of him in my yeah, mind. Yeah, certainly have. Um, Ramon Vega joined us. Um, very happy that the Swiss had qualified at Italy's expense. And we had a bit of a chat about various things, didn't we? So um, here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charles. Afternoon, Paul. Uh, really difficult watch. Oh, yeah, incredibly Isn't it? so. Yeah. Really I mean, difficult listen, really difficult watch. Um, pretty bleak. No. Uh, and uh, uh, when you're, you know, we like to keep it light on this show, don't we? You know, you've, you like to be entertaining. And, yes. And, uh, but uh, it's, it's difficult to just kick off in, in the usual way because... Yeah, what, that was. The, what, I think the, I the think discussions that are going on, it, it's it's difficult, isn't so, it? So many different aspects of what uh, Azim Rafiq was talking about today, and one of them that I mean, amongst all the many things that were, well, let's be honest, not altogether as, as shocked as we should be, which probably tells us something mm. in, in light of some of the stuff we'd already heard. But the, the participation from uh, South Asians in in, in cricket mm. and that drop off. Um, I mean, the stats that Azim Rafiq gave. And the drop-off in recreational cricket from the community to professional cricket. And yeah. I know the ECB have been talking about it. They've just been questioned about it. Um, and they've put all sorts of initiatives in place. And they say that they're seeing participation numbers up. But mm. the drop-off, I mean, you can do all the work you like within a community to get more and more players from that community playing professional cricket. But if there is a feeling amongst the people playing it that it's an unwelcoming and toxic environment, you're never going to do that, because are you? It's, it's because not, you can try yeah. and spend all, you can throw all the money out you like and you can set up all the clinics and workshops and take pros down there. But if when you get to the sharp end, the people have not, look, obviously not everybody, but when people have been at the sharp end, if that's what they find, they don't want to be involved in that sport professionally. And here in Rezim Rafik say, Rezim Rafik say, he doesn't want his, Kids doesn't want his son anywhere near no. cricket. It's, it's and it's not even beautiful. about representation at the top level because the biggest the biggest league in the world is the IPL. You know, the m- most eyeballs on any cricket yes. league in the world is the I- I- IPL. So it's not about representation at the top of the game. I mean, no, so it's, that- it's, 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 it's in this country playing county yeah. cricket and 
in this country through a lot of people's eyes from those communities. So that was uh, troubling. And so we, we'll probably come back. We to will come back to during the show. Don't we? Yeah, uh, Toby yeah, Gillies will be joining us if you've if you've not uh, listened to it. I, I, I'd advise you to do that if you get the chance uh, later on um, today. And we'll be. Uh, bringing you some of the things that, was, that have been said today in the DCS, uh, DCMS committee. Toby Gillis uh, will be joining us. Um, now, Scotland had a fantastic win last night. We'll yes, be chatting amazing. To Nelson. England had a very comfortable win, a <laughs> non-event as a game. A 10-0, t- and I was like, I'm not, enjo- I'm not enjoying this. I was mm. like, I was like it, it felt so odd watching it. It just felt like there's no pleasure yeah. to be derived from just watching... Dads beat kids. It reminded me of those games in a lads and dads game, you know. And I've played for teams that have lost nineteen twenty nil, and yeah. I've also played for teams that have won by those scorelines when I was a kid. And there'd be a point in the game where you got like a Conor Gallagher moment where <laughs> one of the boys hadn't scored, yeah. and they were desperate to score. <laughs> they hit the post. They're getting in all the right positions. I know. They had, they had, they had, England had that corner at the end, and I was like, Ramsdale should a hundred percent go yeah. up for this corner. See, they, you don't want to rub their noses in it, but maybe. Talk sport listener, you can tell us if you've. I mean, you know, if you've managed, uh, it could be a youth football team, could be a men's football team, and you've been because you did feel for the manager last night, really. Well, uh, I sort of did, but then I thought he's he's manager of San Marino. Yeah, you must get paid for that, and yet what? Well, what I don't, the players don't. What I does he go out? I imagine and, it's a part-time. You role, think? Isn't it? What does he? Go, what does he say, Paul? What does he say to him? What Just does keep he do it, in... keep it tight first half, lads. Keep it to eight. What he does said, he say? He said, it, well, I'll tell you what he said afterwards. He said, um, it's hard to comment on a 10-0. Before Euro 2020, I considered England as one of the four teams who could go to the final. I was right. Uh, I then said before this game, this England team could score any time they pass the halfway line. Unfortunately, I was right again. <laughs> but it can't be easy if you've managed in no. that situation and you've you felt for uh, Franco Varelli or Franco Varela moments. Uh, you can share those with the class today. I've been to a seven-two uh, in professionally. Right. I've, I've well, never. Been, you know, I've, I've never seen. I've never seen over seven. I've seen. I've seen a couple of nines. At have time. you? Have yeah. you? Once in the. Uh, Keflavik we played in the um, UEFA Cup in about 1972 when I was a kid nine you're not used to seeing no, nine no we want ten though it's a great, great I saw nine when Tottenham beat Bristol Rovers yeah. and I also saw a nine when they beat Wigan more recently with Jermaine Defoe Adam yes alright yeah sure sure so it's 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 never pleasant I still maintain that uh, Wigan's goal that day was offside and should have been chalked off in the 9-1 but let's not dwell on that eh? um, the other thing was uh, Matt Lucas the fine uh, comedian and actor, um, he said. Next time we play on Twitter, he said. Next time we play San Marino, I think we should give them a nine-goal head start. And I was thinking, heads. <laughs> we always used to have that head start. Head start somebody, yeah, had yeah. Say, somebody, a mate had scored. So I give you a race. <laughs> well, you're quicker than me. I'll give you a head start. <laughs> so whether it's in, uh, or, yeah, let's have a game of cricket. I'll get, I'll be all much better than us. I will give you a head start. Yeah, so yeah. it might be nice because it, it was a bit of a playground thing. Let's have some head start. Lovely head tales. Start. Yeah, that's the smashing. idea. Maybe this is. We're going to talk to. Paul Watson, who's managed in, uh, in the Pacific Islands and managed to set up the league in Outer Mongolia. Yes. He's done some weird, wonderful things. He, 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 we're going yeah. to talk about that whole idea of pre-qualifying because, again, when you get a 10-0, the argument comes up. How much does a team like San Marino benefit from getting a shoeing like that? What do they I, learn I, I'm from with that the, process? The, surely for football to be a truly global game, that everyone just gets in, starts on an equal footing. I, I do believe that everyone should be involved at, at all levels. I don't think there should be any pre-qualifying. So you wouldn't have the pre-qualifying? No, because then, you know, those players who played in that game last night, I know they lost 10-0, 
But they are international footballers, and and they must. Well, they still would be international footballers, but yeah. they pre-qualify. But to play the best must be level. to play the best in yeah. for them. Must if they be. were the best of the rest, they'd get to play the best. If you know what I mean. Well, I'm not saying that's right. No, that's yeah. a theory, and a lot of people have been reiterating it today. So we're going to be talking to Paul, who's got experience of that. He sets up the Canifa World Cup, the kind yeah. of the non-FIFA World Cup. He's done that before. Cornwall playing that, Paul. I think. Yorkshire definitely playing it, oh, yeah, don't they? Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Matt Lucas's tweet about head starts. He thought maybe there should have been a head start for uh, maybe that's the way around it rather than a, handica- a handicapping system. Yeah, effectively, think, yeah. but I think the head start was is something that, that you know a <laughs> phrase that we all know and love. When I was an apprentice, my colleague offered me a nine head start at Paul first oh, yeah. to ten. Nine first to ten, you take for fifty quid. <laughs> take it, when you? Yeah, I, I, yeah, bit his hand off. He said um, I was quite a decent player. He beat me ten nine. Uh, played professionally in his younger days. I learned a lesson that day. Um, I gave him the fifty quid at the bar, um, uh, but he paid for the round he'd ordered and then yeah. gave me the rest oh, back. Win win. So, <laughs> well done. Very right. good. So you had you had some lessons from. He'd the done master. that before, hadn't he? He'd, he'd said he'd said all that before and won that on a holiday. Paul, I used to go in Cyprus. Mm. I went on a holiday in Cyprus once with my wife, and uh, and uh, I, I, you know, I can sing. And so I, uh, we went around all the karaoke bars. Yeah. And if you sang, you got free drinks. Ah. So, so and, you and, were hustling. You so were hustling. So I, we didn't buy a drink all night. So I said, I'll go yeah. in. I'll sing New York, New York, or something. We'll get free blue drinks all night. Got absolutely hammered. Or just free drinks in Cyprus or walking up and down the strip. You After know. someone had sort of butchered your song, so you getting up and then doing, they go, yeah. whoa. <laughs> there we are. Free Get drinks. Off. Free drinks for this guy. Really? Yeah, good stuff. Hus- we'll take hustling stories. We will stories, take hustling yeah. stories. I mean, often in the world of Paul, you get obviously a 
hence and snooker, etc. But uh, if you've got some hustling tales beyond the world of sport, I've never heard of karaoke hustling. <laughs> it's a good name for a show. <laughs> karaoke hustler. Karaoke hustler. Yeah, yeah lovely stuff. Like specialist. Anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> uh, fine win. Fine win for Scotland last night. Another good performance. Yeah. Uh, they are a seeded team. It was. It was quite interesting. Your old mate Stuart Weir saying that may backfire. Be so Scotland that the, they end up getting a better opposition. Because <laughs> Czech Republic. Even now they're at seeded. home or something. Yeah. Uh, Mark Nelson, comedian and Scotland fan, was there in Hamden. Hi, Mark. Hi, man. How you doing? Yeah, good to see you, Mark. It, it did, um, from the pictures and um, obviously what I watched back when the goals went in, the, the sound of Ali McCoy's voice for the next <laughs> couple of days would suggest it was quite the atmosphere. It was a fantastic atmosphere, both this and the last Israel game has just, it's proper Hamden roar back again. It's, it's, it's back to like being at the old days. It's fantastic. It really is. What do you think Steve Clark's done to the team? Mark, to give you all this much hope? <laughs> I think he's, uh, he's, 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 I mean, it's kind of a cliche, but he's got that kind of club mentality about the national team now. And he, he did exactly what he did at Kilmarnock when he first came, that he's, he's made them difficult to beat, first of all. Yeah. And then from that, he's built on the attacking side of it as well. So we're, we're, we're tough to beat now. And it used to be Hamden, Hamden used to be, I mean, you could, you, you wouldn't fear coming to Hamden, whereas now I think he's made it a bit of a fortress. It's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you, your squad, you've got such a good squad, haven't you? I think that's the, mm. you, there's some real kind of standout players uh, in the team. And obviously, you know, golden generation may be overstating it, but certainly this yeah. is a good, this is a, <laughs> it's a very str- strong generation. But it's, it's yeah, you know, yeah. you've got a glut of very, we're talking about one who didn't even play last night, Nathan Patterson, who looks, looks a, a sensational player. Yeah, and they're all young as well. So that's what uh, that's. What, I mean, when you're looking at kind of like Andy Robertson and Kieran Tierney as being kind of elder statesmen in the team, it, it really does bode well for the next couple of years. Do you think it helps that they've got you've got a few players who are playing at a very high level in in the Premier League? I I think it does, and I think um, I think when you've got someone like Andy Robertson and Tierney, there will be. I, I don't think in the past we've had players where. The opposition would look at them being in the starting lineup and fear them. Mm. I think most most of the past squads would look at the starting lineup and have to Google who the hell most <laughs> of the players were. So, uh, but but now we've we've generally got world class players. I mean, I found out last night that uh, Billy Gilmore has played more minutes for Scotland this year than Norwich. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is in, which is incredible. Yeah. As Ali McCoy said, that that Norwich must be quite some team yeah, must at the have moment. A hell of a team, Norwich. <laughs> 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 and it's worth for Craig Gordon again. He, you know, a couple of big saves from him. Much as there, there was on on Friday, as you know, he's been great, hasn't he? He's been brilliant. And when when I was coming out, I, I asked my pal and my brother what age he would be at the next Euros, and we reckon he's going to be about forty-one. Which <laughs> I, reckon he, I reckon he could hang on. I yeah. Keeper Dino's I off. Yeah, why not? Exactly. There's been a great exactly. tradition of it of uh, venerable Scottish keepers, Jim Leighton and stuff. It's happened over the years, isn't it? Really? Yeah, exactly. Aye. I mean, it's. I mean, if he does get to 41, it will make him practically pensionable age in Scotland. So yeah. it'll be. Uh... <laughs> so by the time they have to play the playoff, he'll be nearly 41 anyway because he's in March or something, isn't it? So yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, who do you fear most playing, Mark? Um, I, well, I mean, I, don't, I won't know who's all in it. I don't. If Wales are in it, I don't want to get Wales. Nah. I think it will be too. I think it will be too riled up. It will be too much a, a British game, and I don't think it would suit us. Uh, so I don't want to get them. 
and then you're going to have to beat if you, if you get through the, the kind of semi-final playoff you're going to have to beat someone really good in the final as well so mm. I don't know being, being one-legged I'll games Ronaldo and I, yeah is is great isn't it it makes it I mean they're going to be a, they're going to be a brilliant atmosphere you know sometimes over two legs you know go over on a week a couple of weeks but the idea of these just being one off almost like sort of cup little mini cup finals a mini tournament I think it's going to be very exciting yeah Oh, it'll be great, it'll be great. The only thing is that we've got about six starters that are sitting in yellow cards just now, and they were last night as well. Mm. And there was no yellow cards from us, and you could see the crowd wincing every single time mm. John McGinn went in a 50-50. <laughs> Yeah. Just, going, just leave it, leave it, John, leave it. Yeah. Do they do they carry over now? Then if 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 they yeah, get they, bo- if they get booked in the semi final, does that count as well? Does it? Well, yeah, we well that's yeah, a good but... question. When it go into even into the final, it mm, does seem very unfair. Isn't it? Hey, uh, Mark, you, you one of your things. You're not only a brilliant stand up comedian, but you also uh, you went viral with your daughter when she was on what was she four, five, six years old with uh, uh, reading yeah. the news with your daughter. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're still doing that, but is she into this Scotland team? You, do you have to? Tell her it's not always been like this. See, very interestingly, uh, this morning because my kids were gutted because their very first game was the Israel game, and uh, they were gutted that they couldn't go last night, but it was too late for them. Mm. And my wife pointed out she was like, "That this is all they've known. Like this is this. <laughs> they all they, like the first tournament that they've ever remember. We were in it, and then since then they've seen us beaten." a Euro semi-finalist in the last minute winning against Israel. And I hate to think the fact that the, that the bad times are going to come eventually <laughs> in about 10 or 12. They just won't be able to process it. Yeah. <laughs> I often think that about City, Man City fans. If you're a young Man City fan, that phrase, this is all they've known. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you, it you goes have back. an expectation if you're a certain age of it, all be, always being like that, top of the table, playing lovely football, winning stuff. You know, schlepping around League Two grounds, as a lot of the time servers yes. have done. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's very, very different. Anyway, good to talk to you, Mark. Uh, Cheers, congratulations. Nice. Another fine win, and uh, yeah, let's hope they do well in the playoffs. Wales going up tonight to see if they can get yeah. seeded as well. So, cheers, Mark. Thanks very much. Thanks very much, boys. Take care. Cheers, Nelson. There we are, Mark Nelson, there. Funny Can man, you, Paul. Yeah. Go and see him. He's really, really great. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby and uh, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Um, Paul from Cheshire says, Charlie, I'm now considering having to return a large proportion of my Christmas boo oh, shop right, yeah. after your comment about eight ninety nine wine. Yeah. Where I come from, that's a special no, occasion. I wasn't say, well, I was saying Switzerland turn up with a bottle of eight ninety nine wine yeah. and, and they, they bring themselves and that's a nice thing to bring, isn't it? You so know, you weren't poo-pooing well, wasn't that price eight, band of listen, wine. I am in for the eight ninety nine wine. That's, that's, that is a good... Yeah. Six ninety nine. I think I'm Paul like... From Cheshire, a real no, kind Paul, of inferiority. You, you what, someone's spending out this Christmas. He's going to have to start breaking into a tenner for his wine. Oh, you were talking about Sweet Caroline earlier, on. yeah. And the Swiss will play the Swiss singing it for we'll some it. reason, yeah. Paul. Yeah, and I don't know why they've started doing it. And it's I would never ever be negative towards my club, Talkie United, Paul. Ever, no, of course. Except they've started for some reason playing goal music, and that goal music is Sweet Caroline, and I uh, think it's the worst possible thing yeah. ever. Anyway, Saturday. Saturday, uh, we were playing Dover, and uh, we were it was one all, and our, our top scorer Armani Little scored the our, our equaliser, and then in in the second half, the man of the match was announced as Armani Little, mm. and a few of the idiots in the crowd, which every club has, but we yeah. have a significant portion sometimes <laughs> of idiots, uh, booed. 
Booed. Why? Booed. No idea why. No idea why. They didn't think he deserved. Didn't think he deserved man of the match. But he's he's one of our best players. He digs in. He's our club captain at the moment. Yeah. We're not having the easiest of seasons, but he's always there and he yeah. scored lots of goals. Anyway, a minute later, he scores the winner, Paul, and that's how you answer the boo boys. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. And then. Sweet, the goal music. Sweet Caroline, which puts me off goals. What bit? Is it straight oh. into the chorus oh, or no, is it? Uh, 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 but it also it reminds me of when the, our goals were disallowed at flipping Ashton Gate, which I will never stop going on about. No, of but, course not. But, and, uh, yeah. and also you were there at a lot of those England uh, games. But, oh, no, exactly. And it reminds yeah. me of the whole England experience. So yeah. Sweet Caroline for me is just... It's, not, it's also not really a, a goal. No, tune, I don't is like it? I don't it's like gold like music anyway. Or but something. that one is just like yeah. I, I'm I'm not there for it. But you know, the first time I ever heard goal music when it wasn't really a thing would, would have been about sort of '95. I went to the Czech Republic to uh, to see. We actually went in, uh, in search of a Dukla Prague away kit. Oh, lovely! Yeah, the back of the half man half biscuit song for goal magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And track one down along with a couple of Dukla Prague players and wrote a piece about it but we went and saw we went and saw Sparta play I think it yeah. was and when they scored a goal they would play oh that's good that's pretty good yeah yeah and they would have like sort of dancing legs on the very basic big screen I like that that was you like that I like that would you like that talkie score I don't I don't think you need goal I don't like goal music because I think the crowd is enough let I think our emotions are trying to be managed yeah. by you must and now you must have a good time we're having a good time anyway we've just yeah. scored this is the reason we come I, yeah, I right. cannot stand goal music yeah. does my head in we used to have a bit of sort of sub Star Wars music at Tottenham but yeah. I think they've now done it saying that them. Glad All Over's brilliant and Let Them All Come Down to the Den is, yeah. is brilliant that, that those two do do yeah, I mean work, club you know. songs but do you always have to play them after a, you know, I just don't like it Leighton Orient Leighton Orient used to have a goal it's gone for ages yes. well, much like drive that. you absolutely yeah. mad I wonder when you were going to dip out of that there we are um, subject of head start. Still going. Matt Lucas said, why not give uh, the Minnows a head start in games? You know, they say England start last night 5 0 down. Oh, yeah. That would make it very exciting, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Or that, someone has said, in, instead of a head start, yeah. their goals count for five. Every goal they Every get goal is they score is worth five. That yeah. works. Well, it's like, that's it's like away goals, away goals count. No, I like, away goals count double. I prefer, I prefer the head start idea where you've got you've got to catch up. So <laughs> you've got to catch them till up. you've get got the fifth. Yeah. You've basically you know. Or they're playing first to one. <laughs> now you're making it far too complicated. Head start is what I'm bringing for Charlie. Uh, Douglas Sweeney says uh, on the subject of giving head start, uh, as the richest club in the world, Newcastle are giving the rest of the Premier League head start by not winning a single oh, game so far come this season. On now. It starts. He said it stops Saturday. Enough is enough. Oh, I take yeah, it he's a Newcastle. Yeah, fan. exactly. Yeah, that could be the big turnaround. And uh, if you've been on the end of a proper shoeing, not as a player, maybe as a manager, if you've been a coach of a team that regularly gets beaten oh, by yeah. big scores. Yeah, it must be difficult. And uh, this is, uh, we mentioned earlier on the San Marino coach, Franco Varela. We saw him last night. It's not an easy job. In the dressing room, they'll come on, boys, sit down, come and sit down. Well, you've lost 10. They've lost 13 in the past. They've had some big defeats. You take the job, though, and you, Paul, manager of San Marino, well, living in San Marino. I think it's unpaid. Be- is it it's unpaid? Well, it's probably very poor. You could do it alongside this. Yeah. <laughs> Come manage the Marino. I haven't got my badges, Charlie. I, I genuinely think, surely, surely, Paul, you yeah. could manage San Marino to a 10-0. Yeah. 
You could, you could. Uh, sure, I could. You don't think? Don't speak Italian oh, to that's start true. with. That's that would true. make that would not make life very complicated. What's Italian for? Get back! <laughs> Get back! That's it. That's it. Really, that's all you really need to shout. So, um, yeah, do let us know. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. You can text at eight ten eighty nine. Or you can uh, tweet to uh, TSHNJ. We've had a couple of those. My wonderful late grandpop, uh, Grampy, took me and my gra- brother to every game from under sixes to under 18s. I've, I've got his scrapbook at home. Our first season as six year olds, we played in the under eights. We conceded 153 and we scored one. I mean, development wise, eight and six is a, is a big gap, isn't it? It would have been, you know, how much bigger your kids get between eight and yeah, six? Massive. Six massive and eight. Gap, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what's intense, Paul. Very intense. Is um, uh, my daughter at the weekend had a birthday party, sixth birthday party, yeah. and I had to run the uh, the pass the parcel, hmm. which I thought was going to be a bit of fun, Paul. Right, but yeah. these are kids who've never played a game. They don't get knocked out of games anymore. They don't not win games yeah. anymore. You know, at school now everybody wins, don't they? So pass the pass. It was intense. They were in. They yeah. weren't. They thought they were going to win every single time. Wow. It came to them. They're all sitting there, you know, holding on to it a bit long and passing it on very slowly. Wow. Some of them had that tactic. The See, competition. You were telling us that, that your your son yes. um, dressed up uh, in a in a panda outfit as a mascot, and an interesting phenomenon that I've noticed before. <laughs> yes. When someone's in a mascot's outfit, yeah, um, it, it it kind of it, it, for some reason people get violent around. Particularly them. the little lads. We had a bouncy castle. My son was dressed as DJ Panda, right? And and he came in, and after about ten minutes of them all going, "Wow, DJ Panda!" Woo woo! Yeah. All the little boys just started to. Just to punch him. Yeah. <laughs> I think trying to take DJ Panda down. I think what it is, is that because they see the padding. I mean, yeah. what was that, that famous? Didn't he, uh, Deontay Wilder, <laughs> break the jaw <laughs> of somebody <laughs> in a did. mascot's outfit? <laughs> it's like the idea that, I don't know what they think, they're in a suit of armour. Uh, yeah. a, a lad I used to work with, I've mentioned this before a long time ago, but forgive me if you've uh, stopped me if you've heard it before. Well, you can't. It's the radio. Bad luck. But uh, Charlie hasn't, so <laughs> live with it. It won't take long. I knew a lad who uh, was, um, I think at that time, he was in the Zampa the Lion outfit of Millwall. Okay. And uh, he went along to the local shopping centre. Whenever it was in, the, this was like 20 years ago, in the marketing department, um, said uh, they went down the shopping centre. They were just giving out leaflets. They were doing uh, sort of some sort of promotion around the club yeah. or whatever. A good community club, obviously. They're giving out stuff to people. And uh, he'd wandered around, you know, sweating inside this huge <laughs> lion's outfit. And the bloke from marketing who was looking after him, he said, Oh, I'm starving. He said, do you want anything to eat? He said, well, traumatise the kids. I can't take the head off. It's like lunchtime. And, yeah. and uh, he said, well, I'm going to go and get myself a burger. Do you not mind? He'd just stand there. So he sort of left him unattended. <laughs> On his own. So a bunch of Herberts turned lunchtime yeah, at school. Push him. I don't take much to push a bloke. Away, over he goes. And they're laying into him. That's all they want to do. In a relatively good-humoured way. I, I, I mean, not what it is. It's, it's the idea that the padding means it can't possibly be... I said, did it hurt? He said, oh, did it hurt? I, no, I had to say to these little six-year-olds, there is someone in there. I know. Well, it's not an actual are. panda. But why is, what is it about? I mean, really, you should take you should take all the heat out of a situation, <laughs> someone in a giant lion's outfit, no. really. You know, yeah. Go and give him a shoeing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. Um, Italy uh, will be in the playoffs. Uh, the European champions and Tancredi Palmieri, Italian uh, broadcast and journalist, not particularly happy about it. He'll be telling us what went wrong from uh, Italy's point of view. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
on the ubiquitous nature of Sweet Caroline, mm. now being used by the Swiss, which we'll hear a bit later it's when we speak much. to Ramon Vega. Uh, and uh, Chris in Somerset says, try having an ex-wife called Caroline. Oh, gosh. With your son and stepsons all merrily singing along. <laughs> Songs luck. everywhere, it's not easy. Current wife, not happy. <laughs> Please, can we all just move on, says Chris. <laughs> For me, if no one else. I mean, mean current wife, point. Eleanor Rigby, she's furious. Yeah, <laughs> she would be. Now, uh, the Swiss are there, of course, and we'll speak to Ramon Vega about that, as they often do when they qualify for tournaments, at the expense of the mighty Italy, the yeah. reigning European champions, who have got a little bit of previous. Does that mean they have to give the trophy back, Paul, from the Euros? No, 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 no. no, no okay. That's, that's okay. a standalone <laughs> tournament, Charlie, as far as I understand. Okay, But there could be trauma in Italy today because the playoffs have not been kind to Italy uh, mm. recently. Joining us now, probably a dumbstruck, confounded, um, and quite upset, Tancredi Palmieri, Italian football journalist and broadcaster. Good afternoon, Tank. Buongiorno, guys. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Thank, thank you. you. No, that's, we I should... see you laughing too much. No, too no, much no, we're not, we're, we're not laughing. We fully expect you to be there, but we did four years ago, uh, and we fully expect you to probably see off Sweden. But this, I mean, who knows? Could you get Sweden again? Because they stopped you reaching 2018, didn't they? I, I don't want Sweden. I don't want anything. And actually, you would have a big reason to laugh because this is how it works. Uh, for uh, Four months ago, it was us that we were listening to Sweet Caroline and thinking that it was quite sweeter for us. Mm. And now this is how it's going. And uh, I, what can I tell you guys? We are the kind of team that, need to play uh, at their best to trespass their obstacle. We can't afford to have a Mbappé or Kane or Benzema or Lewandowski that is uh, carrying us uh, beyond the obstacle. Italy is that kind of, uh, doesn't have that kind of talent and is that kind of, uh, of team that need to perform in that way. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, uh, otherwise, this is what happened. I would say. That missed penalty by George. You don't want to single out one player. There's plenty of other reasons. You can't come down to that. But the missed penalty against the Swiss now is, is so costly. Yeah, totally. Although you can never blame just a penalty no. for the whole performance, you know. I mean, we shouldn't have put ourselves in the position of pending on a penalty mm. at the last minute. Still, obviously, if uh, never uh, never forget that he actually missed the penalty even in the first leg against Switzerland. Mm. Although the second one was really at the last minute of the game, so it would have changed. Basically, it would have sealed the result. But anyway, we shouldn't have put ourselves in that position because all in all, Switzerland, they... They, in this kind of group, they only drew twice with us and actually they drew one more time. So they gave us the chance actually to be there. But we drew with Switzerland, we did with Bulgaria and with Northern Ireland. So I believe that they over, they were maybe overconfident. They they felt like, yeah, we're going to get there in one way or another. But um, possibly, you know, you're also a bit satisfied after the Euros is done. Um, so you don't, it's not like they didn't put their effort, but not looking for an excuse in the injuries, but there were 11 players mm. from the uh, Euro squad that were injured. It's just that all those factors going together, um, you go to Belfast, where actually they hadn't conceded a single goal in this at home in this uh, qualifying to World Cup, and they were undefeated in Belfast. You shouldn't put yourself in the position to run behind uh, Switzerland. Basically, I believe that the qualification was uh, 
given away at home in Rome against Switzerland, where if we would have had a tougher approach, um, possibly we wouldn't arrive until the last minute pending on a penalty. Many factors going together. The thing, but once again, I believe that in the end is what I mentioned at the beginning. Italy is that kind of team that needs to play good to win games. We, we can't rely on quality of players that on their single talent can uh, carry, out, uh, carry us out of the wheel because we know that we don't possess that kind of player at the moment. And that's why people were admiring the performance of Italy at the Euros because actually it was everybody looked at it was a quality football and that the quality football won the won the championship mm. they've shown they're good at knockout football though obviously so surely whoever they get they'll be they won't be complacent like you said they have been and, and, it's and, not and they'll until be pretty March. confident it's not until March and they so should the have, injuries will come yeah, back yeah exactly all those players should be back I take it they'll be seeded tank as well so then you know they're still a, but you know you know you don't know do you in a, in a one-off game anything can happen the thing is that that this really this this formula is, mamma mia, is so painful. I mean, it was already <laughs> painful uh, one play one one hundred eighty minutes playoff against Switzerland. But this is really like uh, it's a it's a sudden death, but everywhere it's sudden death everywhere. This formula you can j- just think about I, I, yesterday, for example. There was a moment I think it was the minute fifty five, and Italy was conceding a sudden counter attack to Northern Ireland. And actually, Bonucci did a very good tackle, but he was like last man 40 meters from the box. Like in that moment, if for a few centimeters, he could have been sent off, you know? Mm. And I thought, imagine if you are playing a semi-final, 20 minutes into the game, you are in a situation like that, and actually you scrap the, the tackle for a few centimeters, and you are one man down 70 minutes to the, ga- to the game. It's only the semi-final. And you can screw your whole World Cup qualifying campaign just mm, for that. Yeah. It's so painful, you know. I feel really sorry for you. <laughs> you know, there was one thing. I, I thought, please, don't make me leave this. I thought, really, it, Sweden was enough. Don't give me this, please. They, <laughs> not, I don't need this. And I was looking at the new formula and I said, this is crazy. I, this was like before we played Switzerland, and I said, "This is crazy." The team that are gonna be sent over in this in this playoff, they they are gonna die inside. Also, because you need to wait four months for that, you know. Because before the playoff was ma- one month after the group stage. Now you know your destiny, but you are you have to wait four months in the green mile, and you know when you don't know when you're gonna be called. It's so painful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can, we can, we can hear your pain, yeah, Tank. Um, yeah. uh, thanks for joining <laughs> us as always. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Tank, <laughs> Tank Crady, Palmieri, there, Italian. Yeah, so there we are. So next time you're doing a very poor impression of an Italian, which is probably not a great idea anyway. They do actually say, say "Mamma, Mamma mia. mia." Don't feel so bad about it. <laughs> Good old Tank. He can say he's a, he's a broken man today because you just don't know. Is it yeah. in a one-off game they could get? I imagine the Swedes will be seeded, won't they? I'm so, really struggling to find any yeah. sort of sympathy for them. Okay. Paul. You're still seeing Kelly in his shirt pulled yeah, off. Still, Saka, seeing, Paul still Little, seeing Paul Little Saka being pulled and then back. His shirt pulled off. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of shard. What's Italian for Schadenfreude? <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, uh, Switzerland qualified at Italy's expense last night. They are guaranteed a place at the... Uh, 
World Cup next year, and uh, they celebrated with a bit of Neil Diamond. There we are, very happy Swiss squad having a bit of dinner uh, after the game, few beers. There are other songs, Paul. There are other songs. Uh, I'm sure joining in uh, at home was uh, the former uh, Swiss centre-half Spurs Watford player, Ramon Vega. Hi, Ramon. Good afternoon. Yeah. Na, 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 na. <laughs> we qualified for the World Cup. <laughs> Qatar, next I'm December. I'm still singing from yesterday. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I mean, it, are you, were you surprised? Were, uh, had you geared yourself up for the playoffs? No, not a surprise at all, first of all. Listen to me. First of all, good afternoon from to the best. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, I'm, I'm actually... Oh, drilled in terms of the performance, especially the last two games, Italy to start with. Uh, we're talking about the European champion or England lost the final. And we really pretty much done a very good job against them. And also yesterday as well with 4-0, really pretty much make sure that we go to the next round. I think Swiss, Swiss football at the moment is not just anymore this small little Swiss cheese, we call it, uh, football side. It's really about now part of the European football, we call it respectable football sides now. Uh, and it's been repeatedly been doing with the last five World Cups now already. Yeah. And they're a team when, when I mean, they, they seem, they've certainly, was it last four World Cups, you say they've qualified four? And when they get five there, with these. five. Five at, with these. Yeah. And, and plenty of Euros as well with the odd gap. Um, On top of that, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, they're a team you don't want to play. They do have quality players. They can always well, pull off a result when they turn it on. So they're, they can, there can be a bit of a bogey side in the tournament, Swiss. Well, you say a bogey side, but it's definitely not a San Marino. No, 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 okay. of course not. All right. No. So, we, you know, you know, everybody's saying about Swiss football, you know, and then some are quite common, the cheeky ones like the pup team or whatever it is. It's not. No. I think Switzerland, even in the league, there's some of the clubs beat at some sort of Premier League clubs like Man United, Liverpool in the Champions League qualification. Let's not forget that as well. I think the Swiss football the last 20 years has massively improved. Considering in my time, we were the first since third, after 30 years not qualified for a World Cup in 94 for the World Cup 94 in the US. Since then, Switzerland massively has improved. It's a dominating figure now in football as well. And it's not, an, as you say, it's definitely not an easy one to play with. We saw that in the European Championship against France. Yeah. And another big night. Shakiri had another great game last night. He's pretty evergreen. He keep mm. he keeps going, doesn't he, the skipper? Well, Skipper is as I say, I think he plays the best when he plays with the Swiss national team because I don't think in all the teams he plays not much. He's great at value to the team. But I think from if I look back to his career, the best games are with the Swiss national team and I'm very happy for that because he contributed for the Swiss football and the Swiss national team some enormous excitement great skill I would say one of the top players but not limited let's be honest we've got some very young talented mm. players coming through it's 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 very exciting time for Swiss football let's not forget we are a very small nation mm. we were not 
perspective nearly 25 years. In my time, I remember, we were the Swiss cheese or the bankers, whatever you want to call it, those days. And we're laughing at us. I don't think so today you can laugh at us anymore. Uh, how do they in, in my mind the, the Swiss turn up the tournaments you know they give a good account of themselves but there seems to be a lot of draws that, that yeah. happen and uh, how do they how do they push beyond that do you think Ramon? Well I think you know let's not forget Switzerland is a small nation it's not England Germany France or Spain who has that secondary kind of substitution in place where you can go all the way they're really kind of if the full squad is not fit, you immediately have availability mm. in place. So they need to go in with a very, very cautious, uh, tactical awareness. And I think the Swiss, especially Swiss football, are very aware and very well educated on the, on the players' point of view, how tactical they're going to be playing against big teams like the France, the Italians, of course, England as well in this case as well. So therefore, for playing against them, it's going to be very difficult because... As you say, football is 90 minutes. Anything can happen. One penalty, one mistake of the defence from the opponent and Switzerland can score and win. So at this point, Switzerland really drives tournaments and actually experience winning tournaments as well, a World Cup under 17. Yeah. Let's not forget that as well. Yeah. You know, So they have some of the players are playing there that are older now, but they already experienced to win a tournament as an under 17. And that makes a huge difference mentally point of view, uh, psychological side playing against the big boys you know will you hope to get out there Ramon next year for the uh, the tournament already booked mate oh, <laughs> all done mate I'm there I'm there with my Swiss flag make sure my phone is next to me but it's going to be very hot <laughs> and are you going to be working or are you going to go in there as a fan I'm going I don't know yet I, I, I'd like to go as a fan to be honest here. most likely I might have to work I need to talk my whatever I need to talk about it of course mm. um, but yeah I, I, I'm looking for first of all obviously England is also qualifying I'm very happy about that yesterday yeah. okay mm. and and you never know that might play against each other and then definitely definitely I'll be very Swiss in this way we are and I'm assuming you still keep a big eye on Spurs Ramon, are you happy with with Conte and 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 that and that appointment? Uh, listen, of course, I, I follow Spurs massively. You know, I mean, you know, you won a league cup for for these guys, and it's not yeah. been well. It's been a long time now. I mm. think you say we not have experienced something like that. Now we had some troubles in the summer, as we all know. Uh, Conte, there's no question, is a massive appointment to Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, and, and and I think uh, it's great because he brings, first of all, this winning mentality, you know, the, the, this Italian passion, what I played in Italy, and I know the Italian coaches are there, are within the dressing room, without the discipline, what you're eating, uh, all, all of that, where I think he's definitely going to bring in to the Spurs uh, training ground. And these players will see a completely different, let's call it mindset, a winning mindset with that is missing because the quality is there. Mm. Uh, it just has to bring the quality and the mentality to win on the pitch. And I hope Conte can do that. Of course, there's no doubt we need some players in January. Let's see if Daniel Levy can do that. Uh, I think he will do that because, you know, it's pointless to appoint such a great manager and not uh, strengthen the, uh, the, the squad to win yeah. something because it's time now top Spurs winning something with that stadium you need to have a trophy there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Good stuff, Ramon. Well, congratulations and uh, thanks for joining us. 
Thank you very much. I'll see you there. World Cup, guys. There we are. Ah. Ramon Vega. Former <laughs> He's excited, boy, Celtic, he? he was at as well, wasn't he? Celtic for a while. Uh, Watford. Long time until the finals. If he's that excited now, he's got to, he's he's got got to keep got it nowhere to go. He's got a year. He's got, he's got a year, year to get a through year that level to wait, of A whole season. Yeah, but they, look, they've done it again. They're a good side. They've got yeah, good players. The Swiss in Qatar. I mean, is the, the weather going to sort of, you know... But you, most of them playing different bits know, of their playing in the cold pool. Anyway, you you know. They all play up a mountain, Charlie. Can they get used to the conditions? Can they get used to the conditions? They're going to be cold. Know, pool. Most They're of them cold is going to be too hot for them. Yeah, I mean, having sort of you know, you know, literally with uh, uh, you know, we've seen that Shakiri do it on a cold night yeah. in Stoke, he haven't we? So he, he'll he have literally no problem can. on a warm night oh, okay, in Qatar. Right. I, I forget they don't just play where they. Yeah, where of they, course. You know, forget that where they're from. Uh, I played for uh, under 12s years ago and lost regularly by 10 nil. Oh. I was chosen as the player of the season, says Simon, but I refused to accept it to my parents' <laughs> horror as I was a very bitter child. <laughs> Refuse. No, oh. thank you. Yeah. Player of the year. Uh, no, thank 10, you. I don't want really to player of the year. Not with these losers. Player of the year 10-0 every week. <laughs> and we talked about, oh, we have mascots. We mentioned earlier on, why do people, as soon as you put on a mascot's outfit. People want to beat you up. The yeah. kids think you could, they can kind of attack you because they think they see you in that, like it's a suit of armour. And you know, Stu Brumhill sent us a picture. He said, um, I was uh, dressed up as a T-Rex for oh, my yeah. daughter's birthday party in a local park. By oh, the end of the party... Good, those T-Rex costumes are good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, no, I've got a picture of it there. So oh, lovely. Huge. The inflatable said, but, by ones, the, yeah. but by the end of the party, uh, any under seven in the park was chasing me around trying to kick me in the shins. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, kids. You know, Maybe they, that's why stag dudes kick off these days, because they're all in fancy dress. That's probably what it is, yeah. Something about a mascot's outfit that makes kids violent. It's very strange, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> They always say it's the games. They always say, oh, they shouldn't be allowed to play violent games. Just yeah, don't put people that, in mascots. It's the, it's the costumes, Paul. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Charlie, you're back on Thursday. Back on Thursday for the spread, Paul. I'm going to win this week. Good stuff. Uh, we're back tomorrow with Andy from One. If you can join us, great. If not, podcast available around four o'clock. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.